0: That's fucking football right there. None of that pansyastic tugging smile for the camera bullshit. Men puke. Men poop on the field. Men deliver their newborn baby on the sidelines. We win together. We celebrate together. Football is back, baby.
1: Yes, football is almost back indeed. Yes. And with it. Yes. Yes. We have to have sports betting. I'm getting tired of looking at these these summer league oh. lines. It's it's getting ridiculous. Mm. But football season is on the horizon. It'll be blown in on a cold autumn wind. And with it, we need the Goalpost Gambling podcast. Returning is Nick V and a man who's wearing a Skylar Thompson jersey in the studio right now. Big Money Justin. Are you ready to... Uh, it certainly looks like you're ready to talk about the AFC East. I've been, I've been waiting so long to talk about the AFC East,
0: and I think community has been, whether it's been subconscious or not, the community has been wanting to hear us talk about the AFC East. And like you said, football is back in 80 days. Really, it's 80 exactly. And... How are you gonna have, How are you gonna have a sports bet? How are you gonna gamble your money when you don't have input from
1: the Goalpost Gambling Podcast? Exactly. You know, if you guys are trying to lose money, how are you gonna do it without us? If you're gonna bet baseball, and on top of that, you're not gonna have input from us. Like that's let just, me, that's let, just let, me irresponsible. let me ask you this, since I I touched on it in the intro. It, it's hard not to. Basketball is a lot of fun to bet. It really is. It really is. I love basketball betting especially when it's college hoops college hoops college football love that we're gonna have to talk about some of that in the offseason stuff too but at any rate talk a lot about the degeneracy of betting on nfl preseason betting on nba summer league which one is worse in your mind the nfl preseason or the summer league i I have my own thoughts but I'll i'll hear what you got first I think it's uh,
0: probably the NFL preseason. Hmm. I think, I mean, to me, like, you know, you can bet player props in, you know, summer league, and you kind of know that the rookies, or some of the new players are going to play a lot of minutes, and so you kind of know what you're going to get. The NFL preseason, like, you have entire units, like, first-team offense, second-team offense, first-team defense, second-team defense. You have entire units shifting and changing around. You know, teams aren't really trying to give away a lot of plays. I mean, so predicting how the games are going to go, or I feel like, or, and you don't know how how long a player is going to play, so predicting those games just seem like kind of dart throws. I mean, we're still going to fucking do it, but to me, some really, you can kind of predict the, the player
1: performance a little better. In the NFL, the talent gap is just extreme. Like in the NBA, you've got guys playing in the G League, you get them on two-way contracts, you get some European guys. Uh, not necessarily European in ethnicity or nationality, but like in the EuroLeague, you get guys like that. You get guys in the G League; they all can kind of play a little bit. Like two-way contracts have kind of shown that. Like some of these summer league players could go out there on an NBA stage in the regular season game forty, fifty-two, and put up like ten and five. But the problem is they can't do that consistently. They don't have the conditioning, the stamina, and they can't do the roles that they need, right? Like, everybody after high school can score to a degree. But you don't need, like, 10, 2, and 4 guys, like, constant. Like, that's not, like, a premium. So there, there is talent in the summer league, and these guys are fighting, right? There's a lot of talent floating around, and they're fighting to show that they can fill those roles and, like, stand out. But in the NFL, you've got, like, Dree Archer, in the backfield, playing against third-string defense, like that's not—that's really hard to bet on because there's no, no telling what's going to happen. But also the coaching, especially when you have guys in the summer league that are just like, kind of mishmashed, like put together just for that series of games. The assistant coach or whoever takes over that summer league team, they can kind of dictate who wins. But when you're coaching third string offensive linemen you know you can't you can't really will your team to compete I think you see like the Hornets Brandon Miller has looked all right but the Hornets have been getting killed in the summer league it's because their coaching has just been like insanely bad for decades but I mean the Spurs you know the Spurs are a good organization they're they're developing players well and so they they still pull off summer league games It's, it's the same thing yeah, I mean, so they, they dominated the game, but Wimby only had nine points. How yeah. many people
0: How many people got fleeced by that, that line? That line moved Trump. from, from Trump. 18 all the way to 20. Nobody wants to be on the Wimby under.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that would have been scary. But don't think that just because we feel this way, we won't be betting NFL preseason. Lines are going to come out every day on Twitter, on the website, goalpostgambling.com. You're going to have all your free... Absolutely and always free picks, analysis, and previews. Free zero point one unit plays. Yep, all summer long. Can put everything on it. Everything that you've got in your your free bet backlog, all those ten dollar, five dollar plays. Uh, this is this is where it goes. A little preseason action.
0: Goal, Justin, goal let's post dollar menu.
1: Goalpost dollar menu. Thank you. Get the grimace shake on the side. Full circle. Full circle. Let's get into it. AFC East. This is going to be a really interesting division, and for a number of reasons. Obviously, the headline over the offseason that's gotten the most attention is the fact that a guy named Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York to play. Or what's left of him, anyhow. That's dominated a lot of coverage. And people are really focused on the Jets now. Last year, I kind of felt this way myself where I'm watching them play. I'm watching Sauce Gardner, you know, disrupt things against the Bills, against Mac Jones, against Tua, and he's doing great. Defensive player of the year. And I'm watching Garrett Wilson catch balls from Chris Strevler, 90-year-old Joe Flacco, right? Clearly offensive and defensive rookies of the year. And I'm watching it. Zach Wilson yeah yeah and Zach Wilson too there you go right I know we already forgot about him I, he is he's he's entering the the Josh Rosen bin um and I'm watching it last year and I'm going okay if they get solid quarterback play this team's dangerous and now they have that and for some reason I feel like I'm flipping now I feel like I'm not buying it or are, are we just being contrarians here and really the jets are a, a strong team at this point or do you think that there's a more interesting storyline in that division and we're kind of focusing on the wrong thing i mean i don't i wouldn't say we're focusing
0: on the wrong thing i think that you know when one of the greatest players of all time goes to to a franchise that's been struggling it's going to be it's going to be important and it's going to be something that we want to talk about i think that the jets have some good and have some bad. I think that, you know, there's there's some some nuance. It's not that Jets are going to the Super Bowl and they've completely turned it around. And it's not that the Jets are going to be bad this year. I think this is a good team. It's hard, it's hard to deny that this is a good team. It's just that the, I think the coaching has to be a little better. Um, Robert Salah has, has got to be able to kind of improve this defense to be more... Than what it already is, because the talent is there, and like you said with Sauce Gardner, it is, it, is, it is shined through some. Mm-hmm. But this team has to be able to play complementary football, and this is a quarterback who is what
1: thirty eight years old. Yeah, no, I think he I think he turns forty, doesn't he? Forty? I think he's thirty nine right now and turns forty during the season. Oh, okay, yeah, I think
0: I stopped counting, but so, I, yeah, it, here we go with with, with a, you know a quarterback to be forty years old, and. He's been a Green Bay Packers entire career, and I was mm-hmm. going to to a team that's completely different. Um, he does have Alan Lazard still with him. That you know, they gave him that Cobb and, too, and, right? And Randall Cobb, but yep. Cobb is going to be more of a, a locker room guy. This is going to be a new situation, you know, a, a new offense, and it's going to be a lot to learn. And it's going to be a big transition for Aaron Rodgers. It, it feels. It feels eerily sim- similar to when we said the Broncos were just a quarterback away and then they get Russell Wilson and then all of a sudden everyone wants to bet their overs and, and they get seven primetime games. It feels like that with, with the Jets. However, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to play like Russell Wilson did. So my kind of feeling about the Jets is that they're going to be improved but pump their brakes a little bit because this is going to take time for them to, to, to gel. They might drop some games that you expect them to win. It's going to be a little bit up
1: and down, I think. But that's, that's the scary thing, right? Is that if this team needs time to gel, how much do they have? Presumably, Aaron Rodgers is not getting better and getting worse, right? We didn't want to believe it with Tom Brady, and people called it, so it's not really fair because people said for about a decade that he was on the decline, and it didn't happen until really his last season. But I think we're getting versions of Aaron Rodgers every season, perhaps every week at some point, that are going to be worse than what we know and expect of him. So if it takes this team two to three years to really gel, I mean, that might be, that might be way too late. It feels like it's got to be this season. I don't I don't think they're
0: they're gonna win Super Bowl this season, but I mean this this season has to become the launch pad for the next season I think.
1: But but so let me ask you this. How wide is that window?
0: I think the window's about about three years, probably four years max. I'd probably say three years probably. Hmm.
1: Really? Yeah. You think when he's like forty three still gonna
0: be I think if you look at him right now, <sighs> like barring any like
1: excruciating injuries. I think I think I give them three years let's let's also do this real quick, okay Part of the thing we talked because we did last season we started up the podcast and we talked about this with a Russell Wilson. This feels eerily similar, but one of the things we looked at was the Seattle team. The talent level of Seattle was comparable to what Denver had. Do you think that the jets? Are significantly better than the Packers in every spot, but the quarterback. How close are those two teams in terms of talent level?
0: I think the the Jets definitely have a lot more young talent. I think they're better roster. I think that as far as like the 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 cohesion on the team. I think as far as the coaching goes, I don't believe the Jets have a huge leg up, and that's my biggest concern with the Jets is that. They don't have an established identity. They're kind of leaning heavily on Rodgers. and I just I don't believe in Robert Salah. is a great coach. I think he's going to improve a lot. So to me, it's the the identity and and the scheme of the Jets that is the most concerning to me because this, is, this isn't really the NBA. You know, you can't have a star player just carry you through a season. I mean, there's there's a lot of components to to winning football games, and to me, the the Jets have some. Some missing opponents and they they have to prove in that regard. So I mean, like I said, I don't think this is going to be completely identical to the, to the Broncos' flameout. I don't think I don't think the Jets are going to flame out at all, but I don't think it's going to come together as perfectly as people might want to believe.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to agree with you there. I think they do have that superior talent level. I mean, just looking at that receiving group, right? Rodgers did not have a guy like Garrett Wilson. He just didn't. He did not have a guy that he can check down to in the backfield when the play's busted and still gain 5 to 10 yards on like a weird screen or whatever it is, right? Same thing with a deep threat. He's got that in him too. So I'm, I'm optimistic about what this team can do, but unfortunately for them, they're in a division full of talent. I mean, this division is... Loaded in a sense, it's a little top-heavy with the, the bills, but Dolphins are also strong. And some people uh, believe in the Patriots, but those people are in mental mental institutions. Uh, aside from that, though, uh, they've got three three competitive teams. Let's uh, start here with the Jets lines. Of course, some of their stats from last season kind of tell the to- Ooh, kind of tell the story. That we're talking about with just being a quarterback away. Points per game, they ranked 29th in the league at 17.4 points per game. They were 31st in touchdown percentage in the red zone, 43%, unable to punch it in often. And they were rushing under 100 yards a game, that's 25th worst in the league. However, they held their opponents to just 189 pass yards per game and that says something in a division with josh allen Tua a tug and mac jones so now with the quarterback can they secure some success key losses for them were all on that defensive front they lose sheldon rankins to texans and the saints grab nathan shepherd so they get a little bit weaker up there hopefully their secondary can keep them in it Going to their season props, under over total is at nine and a half. We're going to see this number more than once. Over is minus one forty. Under plus one twenty on the Caesars Sportsbook app. Do you like them to go over or under?
0: This is this is a tough one. It's not like I'm you know I'm saying you got you got to. I'm not, I'm not super recommending you bet the Jets one way or the other. I think I think it's it's a tough one to predict with with all the change, of course. But if I have to be on a side here, I'd rather be on the side of the over because when I look over the schedule, I give them about exactly 10 wins. Wow. And I think I think 10 and 7 isn't completely unreasonable. So you you get some you get some a little bit less juice there on the over. I think I think I like them over nine and a half.
1: If I had to, to pick a side there. Mm. they were seven and 10 last year, so they grabbed three more wins. got the sixth hardest strength of schedule this year. I personally like that plus 120. I think there's a little bit of value there. I think they go under. I think they get to nine wins. I think we're we're both on this though. This is going to be within one, maybe two at the most. They're not going to grab 13. They're not going to go five. This is going to be in that, you know, eight to ten range. But I'm I'm calling it. I'm saying nine wins for the um the New York Packers. I'll give them. I'll give them nine wins. But if you do like them, the over's not a bad play. Uh, if if you look at that schedule and you feel like there's some matchups on there. Like you said, you found 10 wins exactly. Break that down for me. What did you find on their schedule that you, you see them winning? He's got a pulp old Motorola flip phone with all of his NFL schedules yeah, downloaded. I took a picture of my computer of each game. <laughs> I took a picture of the computer at a library. You got the schedule.
0: So... I got them being the Bills at least once. Mm. I got them mm. upset. I got them upsetting the Cowboys. Okay. I think I got them being the Patriots once. Uh I think they're gonna upset the Chiefs. Beat the Broncos is five. Giants, Chargers, uh, Dolphins once, Falcons, Texans, and you could swap maybe one of those one or two of those games out for the Browns or Commanders. I feel like there's some some pretty
1: reasonable wins there. Yeah, maybe, maybe not the Chiefs. Maybe
0: maybe I'll swap that out for, for
1: for the Browns. I could see them going over Dallas. I think I don't know that they're a great matchup against uh, uh the Chargers. Uh, but I mean it's a winnable game. I think they might get swept by the Bills though. The Bills know that team. The Bills know that.
0: Team. No, the Jets gave, gave the Bills a lot of problems last year, uh, and and at home they they like. They shut Josh, Josh Allen down. So if mean, if he thinks offense to be improved, they get a Brees Hall back. They can control That's games true. a little bit better. I think they take at least one. I was gonna say I think I think they could sweep the Bills this year. Oh wow! But, I mean, against the, they play the Falcons, Texans, Commanders, and Browns. That's four winnable games. The Broncos, and then you know you give them what you know, three or four games in the division. I think you can
1: get there at that ten. Hmm. Okay okay i'm 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 gonna contradict you here on this one but i i see it i see the vision here i i just don't know if they've got the bills number like that but i i know you you feel like there's some history um the other thing that's kind of problematic for me regarding this line is this is all assuming right we're assuming they grab those 10 wins if aaron Rodgers stays healthy we haven't made it to preseason yet and i know he's like oh well Let's not bet on injuries, or he's going to get injured. I'm not going to predict that. We haven't made it to preseason, and he's already dealing with something. If he gets hurt, they're going to roll out. Well, what's his name? Boyle. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 Joe Flacco in a different jersey. I I can't I can't bank on him and his health because if he gets hurt and misses two games even two games, even if they have to rest him because of something. You can you can guarantee they're not going to not pulling it off in his absence. If you do like them and you side with big money Justin here, you might want to look at the division odds and postseason odds. Division winner, you've got the New York Jets at plus 230. Justin, what do you think about the Jets at plus 230 to win their division
0: well I, I would say that if, if you if you connect all my thoughts at the end of this podcast this 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 pick is gonna make a lot of sense the I have at plus 250 on Vangel don't okay. don't cheat me on my plus 20 odds you gotta
1: okay. you gotta you gotta check these guys you gotta check these you gotta go on to um what is, what is the website that compares all the odds
0: we can't say that we're not we're not sponsored by them. Well, I'm just we're saying. Okay, interested. so
1: there is a website that does this. There's Goal multiple dot com. We'll have all that. No, we're <laughs> not gonna. That'd be nuts. Every day, that's 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 some legwork. Just make sure you you're shopping for your best. Odds. Shop for the odds. Shop for there the odds. Okay. Plus 250
0: on FanDuel, you get the New York Jets to win division. To me, it's it's gonna be between the, the Bills and the Jets. I think most people kind of feel that way, and. 250 is not Terrible if, if you if you don't believe in the, the bills are my way to this division, and I don't so I me mean, if you're gonna take them Over nine-and-a-half wins, you know, you could go a little bolder and uh, go for the 250 I you know, think with the wins are probably a little bit safer, but I don't I don't I don't hate the, the division winner I think the Jets have a good chance. I think they got some good matchups in the division So I, I
1: would I would give it a shot. You gotta think about the implications too, right? if they're going to get to 10 wins or more, that means they're probably going to be beating up on some divisional opponents. And if that's the case, they beat the Bills once or twice, you might end up with a scenario where they win the division while going over their win total. And vice versa, if they don't go over their win total, they're certainly not winning that division, so it's just are the other teams going to be beaten down by them? Will the bills fall behind? And there's some real momentum on the anti-bills train. And we'll get to that here in a second. I, I don't mind it. I'd like for the odds to be a little bit more. Plus 250 is, is decent. Still though, you've got teams like Baltimore that are close to plus 300 odds to win their division. And I think that there's some better value. Of course, you don't have to play any futures. But if you do, if you like this one, there's some value there. You might say, hey, they got Aaron Rodgers. I'm in a division with an imploding Buffalo team, an injured and inconsistent Miami team, a down-in-the-dirt New England team. This is a no-brainer. You might feel that way, and there's reasons to feel that way. Me personally, I'm not playing it, but I I can see the appeal. If you go down... got the conference championship odds and the Super Bowl odds as well if they are good as advertised Aaron Rodgers is still the man it's clear that he is still performing at a very high level he stays healthy and he exposes Green Bay for not giving him any talent to work with on the offensive end and no defense to back him up if that is how it plays out and he really is that good And the Jets are really just a quarterback away. And they grab 13 wins and take the division. Who's stopping them in the AFC? There's a few people, obviously. But if you like them to make that run, maybe get far enough down uh, in the playoffs to where you could hedge it in the championship game, which is a, a possibility if you think they can at least win a round or two. Conference champ odds are plus nine hundred. This could be a really sneaky team as a wild card. If the Bills win their division, but the Jets make it in as a wild card, they could win a few rounds and then you could hedge it in the AFC championship. Plus nine hundred is not that bad for a team with Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Do you agree or disagree? I I think I agree. I think I think, you know, it's it's one of those things that's like
0: we have somebody who's that experience has been in playoffs as long as he has, as kinda like, you know, LeBron in, in, in the playoffs. It's like there's always a chance when you have someone that, that's that good at, at their job exactly in a situation. So I mean, if they catch fire and they get a the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers is rolling, he's healthy, you know, it, it it's it's a it's a one game tournament. Things can go right, they could they could upset the Chiefs. Yep. It's
1: it's possible. And that's the experience is another important part, right? You could look at the Cowboys and be like, Oh, they look good, or you could look at the Ravens and say, Okay, they look good. I haven't seen Dak Prescott do it. I haven't seen Joe Flacco do it. These are not quarterbacks I've seen in the Super Bowl. These are not quarterbacks that I've seen say, I'm going to Disney World I've after the game's Flacco over. In Super Bowl. No. You haven't? I'm sorry. I, I meant Lamar Jackson. Lamar, yeah, it's Joe Flacco, Lamar Super Bowl Jackson. Champions. Very easy to confuse. <laughs> very easily confused. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we were talking about Flacco with the fucking Jets, and now. Oh, my God. Rose back in 2012. I don't have my Madden servers updated. I'm sorry. But at any rate, yeah, I haven't seen these guys do it. Rodgers, though, does bring that level of experience that pedigree.
0: Worth a sprinkle. It is. Oh no something I mean, okay, yeah, I mean maybe it is. But something else is worth a sprinkle. Just mm. a tiny little sprinkle. We're it a, a zero zero point one unit play. Hmm. How about the Jets versus the Packers in Super Bowl
1: matchup? Now that'd be wild. Plus twenty thousand. That's actually not even worth uh saying. And I'm sorry to our listeners that you just said that. That is not not worth uh consideration. A dollar to one two hundred. No big deal. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, joke an actual joke the Love versus Rogers well, that's gonna be yeah. special stupid if you like them and, and see this is kind of the train of thought right you think Jordan Love will, will fill in for him yeah. on the yeah. State Farm commercials yes he's gonna now he's not gonna oh my god no he's not gonna fill in for him Jordan Love is gonna be out of the league in like six weeks he's he's not he's not Trey Lance has a better chance of starting for the 49ers All right, fans, go and bookmark this yeah Trey Lance has a better better chance of starting for the Niners than uh, Love does of carrying his team to the playoffs. It's, it's just not happening. But this is the, the train of thought, right? If you like them to win the division, maybe you sprinkle some of the championship odds for the conference, hedge that if you have to. If you like them to go all the way there, who's going to stop them in the Super Bowl in the NFC? I think their toughest challenge is going to get through the AFC they can do that i think they're they're good so plus 1500 on the super bowl odds i don't mind that for a club with aaron Rodgers. i really don't you can shrug all you want i i don't mind it
0: i don't mind either i get it
1: um but if they are going to get there they're going to have to go through the reigning champion bills who managed 13 wins playing One game less than everyone else. Regular season juggernaut. Go ahead, Justin. You ready to say something? Okay. Let's be completely honest. Okay. The Bills were going
0: to be thirteen and four. They were not winning that game. No, they weren't. They were not winning that football game.
1: But but still, right? Thirteen wins. AFC East champions by a good stretch. Okay. They've got the twelfth hardest schedule in the league, so they've got a little bit to work with here. Do you like them going into the season? No, I mean,
0: so this is this is kind of. I think that you you know when you when you evaluate this division and you know you're trying to trying to make a bet on this on this division trying to make a play, you have to. I think you have to talk about the Bills first and foremost. I think it's the most important, the most important component of the sure. division. I don't like the Bills. And, and why not? I think that that there is there is a little bit of a, of a hate train, but I think that there's some. Some reasonable points. So i, I start off and, and say that I think this team struggles in controlling the game. And I think it's something that you don't always see on the surface. And, and it's, it's not obvious. But if you go back and you look at these some of the games that they played last season, I really think that they had a hard time controlling the game. The, the game against the Dolphins that they lost early in the season. The 21-19 game. The most bizarre game book you'll ever see. Mm. 40 minutes and 40 seconds of time of possession. And I'll get to time of possession later. But, but dominated the game in time of possession. Threw for 300 more yards. Converted about nine more third downs. I mean, into a completed like 13 passes of Josh Allen's 14. The, the Bills, it looked like the Bills had dominated this game.
1: Yeah. But they just, they couldn't close it out. That and was they, a great game though. That was a that was an all all season game. It was.
0: But they couldn't close it out and they couldn't control it. And they lost a game that they really shouldn't have had. And they fast forward to the playoffs and it kind of almost happened again against Skylar Thompson. Your your jersey off the back. Yeah, I'm I'm rocking a jersey right now. Big fan, uh, you know, but seventeen to zero, they go up and they kinda of just implode and Dolphins almost almost stole that game and so if you look at the Bills they are ranked 32nd in total time possession 32nd mhm you, know, you know you know what kind of company they're in i mean so you, you it's, know, it's probably not good you, you make the argument that they score so fast that like it doesn't matter but like they're right next to the Jets the Texans the Panthers the Patriots like the Joe Flacco Jets. Yeah. There, so there's there's not a lot of good teams that, that, that are having time of possession. I think it's pretty crucial in football. And so when I look at the Bills, I just don't know if they can ever, like, really lean on their running game. Can they ever control the game? And I think you agree with me that this these points
1: that I'm making were extremely apparent against the Bengals in that playoffs game. Yeah, I agree. Um, they, they have a lot of flaws. And so... This, to me, is a tale of two teams. Got the regular season Bills, and then you have the playoff Bills. The playoff Bills have all those weaknesses, but in the regular season, they're just not exploited in the same way. They're able to win ugly games, and there's some, like you said, the Dolphins game that they don't close out, but in large part, it hasn't hurt them. Only losing 13, or I'm sorry, winning 13 and only losing 3. So there, there are some changes that have made have been made this offseason to the, the team. But mostly it's the same, right? They get Damian Harrison there from the Patriots. Um, they lose their running back. They kind of swap there. Pretty, pretty mundane stuff. Tremaine Edmonds, I think, is a big loss. And I think that's going to loom large this season. They were second in the league in yards per play. They were third in the league in points per game, but they were 15th with a neutral zero turnover differential. And their opponent's pass completions were 22 per game, 21st in the league. So this is a team that we can keep going down the list. Their defense is passable, and their offense is really good, but maybe deceptively good. Maybe not as good as it seems. So the regular season Bills, juggernauts in the AFC East, have been for a few years. No playoff success, though. If we believe in their regular season abilities, we have their odds at 10.5. Highest odds in the division, they are the favorite to win it. If you like them to go over 10.5, on Caesars, they got it minus 145. If you got them going under ten and a half, that's plus one twenty five. So you're asking them to lose three more games. All I gotta get to is eleven. That's that's they did that with one game less last year, getting to thirteen. Do you find any value in the plus one twenty five or do you think that the over, even though it's a little juiced, do you think the over is a lock here?
0: No, so I'm I'm If you couldn't tell, I'm I'm pretty heavy on
1: on the under here,
0: and you know I can I can kind of break it down, if uh, need be. What do you What do you got? If you look at their schedule, I think I think it starts to make a little more sense when we talk about going ten and seven. Mm. Because that's all all we if we're trying to bet the under here, all we need to do is get to ten and seven. Right. So how can we get there? All right.
1: So which which still could be good enough to win the division, right? Maybe so. They could win the division, potentially, Maybe. with 10-7. and We're talking about the win total right now. Sure, sure, sure. So let's
0: stick on the 10 and a 10 In their division, mm-hmm. I can't get them better than 3-3. Three and three. Really? Honestly. No. Honestly, I think 3-3 three and three is the best they can do in their division. Oh, my God. I think there's a, there's a good chance the Jets could sweep them. I don't like how they match up against the Jets. If you go back and watch wow. the games, if you inject a little bit of offense into that Jets team, I think the Bills might be toast against against the New York Football Jets. The Dolphins, they str- like we were talking about, they struggle with them pretty much. I think the Dolphins are taking one game off them in okay. Miami. When, when they go to Miami and it's hot, it's 80 degrees, they struggle. I, I think can get down with fair. that? The Patriots, the history there, mm. I feel like the Patriots are going to win one mm. in, in, in New England. So I, I, so I feel like I can give at least every team at least one win. I think the Dolphins and Jets even have potential to sweep them if the Patriots drop a game. So I think how it's going to work out, I give them three wins at most for the Bills in the division. Wow. If you look at the NFC East division, we got the AFC East versus NFC East this year. If you look at those games, I think they might go go one and three.
1: Oh, my God. And that division,
0: and hear me out, two and two at the best, but I could see them going one and three. I think that... They match up poorly against the Eagles mm-hmm it's our team is just gonna be able to run against their defense and control the game and and get some pressure on, on Josh Allen make it uncomfortable for him sure I think I could see the Eagles absolutely being the bills I think I think I don't know why I got the, I got a feeling that the Cowboys are, are gonna take a game from them I just I I don't know why I mean there, there's some history there the Cowboys always, always being the bills but I just got a feeling about the Cowboys Hmm. And then I think they, the Giants have, have a similar style to the Eagles about running the ball, controlling the clock. And then what I really feel is I think Washington is going to upset them. It's going to be one of oh the big God. upsets of the year. So Washington, we got the team with the number one time of possession versus a team with a 32nd time of possession, and they've upset teams last year by controlling the clock. And Eric Bieniemy, who has continuously... Towards the Bills defense is now in Washington. I think I think the Bills might overlook Washington and I think they're gonna steal game. So either the Eagles, Washington and, and Giants, or Washington, the Eagles and Cowboys, I kinda see them one and three. You could bump it up to two and two if you want if you want to be generous. So so three and three in, in their division, two and two in the NFC East. And then all I need to do is just find two more games, and I got the Bengals and, and Chiefs on their schedule. Boom, there you go. Seven losses. I need to
1: talk about all the games. Mm. This is gonna get a, a tinfoil hat, I think. I, I think I think you're gonna get a tinfoil hat for this one. I I don't think Washington beats the Bills. I don't think that they lose one to the Pats. But don't tell me, don't tell me that they're gonna go three and one against the East. I think
0: they I think if the Washington doesn't beat them, the Cowboys will. If the Cowboys don't, Washington will.
1: I don't know. I think the Eagles might be that only that win? No, that they're win losing at least them. two games against the East, I, and then in their division, I think they sweep the Patriots. I think they split with the Dolphins. I could see them sweeping the Jets. No, I think it's one loss. No, I think we're looking You're at on free the side of history, my dude. I think we got free money. No, with the uh... <sighs> okay. So back to this, right? They might hit ten wins or eleven. And that could certainly be good enough to win the division based on how poor their competition is. If some of those losses come from the NFC East and some of these non-divisional matchups, they could still squeeze it out 10-7, um, and 7, right? If if New York isn't as good as advertised and the Dolphins kind of stay where they're at, they could squeeze this out 10-7, and 7, couldn't they?
0: Yeah, sure. What are you gonna do about the game against the Jack- uh, the uh, the Jaguars And London? You know, London's like the Jaguars' second home. Jaguars will lose that.
1: They love to see the Jags lose. It's a tradition, British tradition. Um, but so if they if they do pull this division off, it wouldn't be much of a surprise. They're plus one twenty five to win the division. Those are pretty good odds. Really, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't join the Jets, I guarantee this is minus, minus two, 250. Yeah, be the same thing as last year. I think you've got a really good value here. I, I really like this one. Plus 125 on the, the division winner. I'm actually close to locking this one. I'm not going to do it because i got a dark horse that I, I want to entertain. But
0: That's a lock with the, the, the
1: picture of the lock and the, the Cheeto. Oh no, my God! That's, yeah, that's what right there. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm close because I think that this is a good play because I think this is seventy five percent likely. But I've got. I've got a twenty five percentile dark horse. Can we talk about? Can we talk about some of the dysfunction? Yeah. So, so that's that's bills? where we're heading next is people that don't believe they win the division. They believe that they are going under and that they're kind of going to flame out this year they're looking at some of that dysfunction what we saw at the end of the playoffs last year. Stefan Diggs really heated it seems based on the reporting this offseason and the cohesion the offense seems to be deteriorating really fast. What do you make of it? I mean so, so so the Bills the Bills like to post a lot of funny
0: meme videos on social media. They do, which makes it seem like everything is up and up and there's there's great chemistry within the team but I see through those 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 TikToks, and I see that their star receiver, who their offense depends on so heavily, is not with the team. He's not really engaging in things. There seems to be some friction with, with him and you know, the front office. Is it partly the coaching staff? Is it a little bit of Josh Allen because of what we saw during the playoff game? I don't know, but the, their offense leans heavily on those big home run plays a lot of times uh, on the receiving end being Stephon Diggs, so... <laughs> Receivers gotta be happy. when when receivers become upset, bad things happen. it's it's a, it's a, a story that continues to happen. so to, to me, uh, the Stephon Diggs thing is concerning. I think Josh Allen, to me, I don't want to question his leadership, but there's been times where I felt like he hasn't been very consistent, maybe he tried to do, to do a little bit too much, turn the wall over too much. And then how about Leslie Frazier? Just pacing out for a year. It, mm-hmm. sa- it sounds like what, from what I've heard, is that McDermott wants to take over the play calling on the defense after the whole 13 seconds thing. And I'm not yep. sure if they ever really recovered from that. And now their their DC is kind of gone. And so you know, is this is this team like just completely revolving around the head coach McDermott? Is their leadership on the defensive side? I don't know. But it seems like the team had kind of maybe underperformed. Uh, and and just it seems like they have the talent, and you know they have the good quarterback, the franchise quarterback, but they haven't really put together the you know the 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 culture as much as that we thought they did, and and maybe the game planning hasn't been perfect. So to me, it just seems like there's there's something missing with the Bills, and it seems like they're all on the on the downslide a little bit.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you that it seems like this. I don't think it's going to translate. In the regular season, but I think it happens in the postseason. And for Josh Allen, this could be kind of quietly a make or break year for how he's viewed in the league. When Prescott came out, he was kind of in a similar vein. Could run the ball, big, sturdy quarterback, great arm, scoring a lot of points, and it was a big deal. But there was no playoff success and now we look at that NFC East who we've we've mentioned the bills you know have to play and we're talking about Prescott not being one of the you know upper half quarterbacks in that division mm-hmm. you know we're saying that maybe he's third right if hurts is number 1 now suddenly and daniel jones has made some plays Working with with less, it seems, than Prescott has, maybe he's not maybe he's not there, and so this might be the conversation that we have with Allen. It was very clear cut that he was the best quarterback in the AFC East, and now two is looking good, and maybe Mac Jones takes a step forward, and now this guy Aaron Rodgers has shown up. Now he could drift to the bottom in terms of quality of quarterbacks that they have in the division if they don't have that playoff success. But if you like them, if you like them to win their division, maybe this time get through the, the Bengals and Chiefs, right? If you like them to go through, it's plus 475. I don't love those odds of the conference championship. I I don't see it in their their cards. I don't think that they replicate their regular season success in the postseason I think it's the same old story this year but maybe for different reasons and maybe Diggs gets traded or has to leave or you know who knows what Super Bowl odds are plus 900 do you like them in either of these situations do you like the 900 or 475 I don't I just can't
0: I just can't and good face, you know, say to say to go out and, and bet the bills to, to win anything in the playoffs, after after, after what I've seen, going up against the Bengals and getting their ass kicked like they did. I mean, they really they really got their ass kicked. They did. As you look at look at the the, the you know the efficiency, the, the rushing yards. I mean, they just got pushed around all day. And so I just haven't seen the formula. In the playoffs for for the Bills, and and so I just and I think that, like we touched on, I think that there is kind of the blueprint kind of laid out on how to beat them and even when things do go well for the bills I can't always trust them that they're going to they're going to close out a game against a good team so I just I'm really cold on the bills winning in any sort of playoff game or championship or super bowl I just I can't really touch that at all because of what I've seen and not all of it is, is, is Josh Allen's fault, I and mean, we t- touched on some of the struggles and turning on, turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. Not all of this is his fault. I think that they have to kind of recalibrate their offense, and I think when they're at their best is when, when he's running the football. And he's really yeah. really their only running game, and that's also an issue, but I think that they have to put Josh Allen in a better position where like he doesn't have to make a 70-yard throw to win a game, and he can kind of do it on the ground too. Josh right. Allen is a freakish quarterback with incredible talent but we also said that about cam
1: newton sure he has to be able to take care of the ball he has to be put in the best position and unfortunately they may not have made those schematic changes because of their regular season success and you kind of get drunk on that and think well we're a really good team because we're winning the division but you know where are you going after that second round exit don't love the odds there. We'll leave the Bills at that. This is my dark horse. You're, you're going to hate this. I know I know. we've already talked a little bit about it. And I know how you feel about this. but Miami Dolphins. This is my dark horse potential division winner. Got a little bit of value here. I expect the Bills to win, but a little part of me has a space for Miami. Last year, they were pretty solid, even though Tua got hurt, and they've really badly bungled his very serious injuries. Um, but despite all that, they pulled together a pretty good season. Uh, the coach, McDaniel, has a lot of support in the locker room. Really exciting things, it feels like, in Miami. But this is the kind of the tail of the tape last year. They turned the ball over and were not great at generating turnovers. They were 28th in the league in turnover margin. They were also 29th in penalties. So those those unforced errors, right? Your turnovers and your penalties. Those killed them. But they were 4th in the league in pass yards. 3rd in the league in um, uh, uh, yards per play in total. Of course, those weren't really rush yards. They were pretty bad. They were actually 31st in rush yards per game. Uh, or rushes per game, I should say. But their offense and their passing attack was really, really stellar. But their defense, the turnovers, the penalties, the undisciplinedness of the team really kind of held them back. They lose Mike Gusecki. Uh Fans of the Dolphins will know. and People that have watched the games and maybe bet his props. I think you had a few first touchdowns from Gaseki. Did you cash one? I feel like you cashed Did a, I? a I don't know. Gusecki. I prop there's too many I
0: cashed I can't remember
1: but he was solid he was a great receiving target they lose him to New England division rival they do add some guys to try to make up for that a lot of people are excited about Devon uh Achen Aiken whatever it is from Texas A&M really kind of crafty in the backfield um I don't know I like them as a dark horse here but their over under total is set at nine and a half Now, they have the second hardest strength of schedule in the league. And, of course, that doesn't always mean a whole lot because that's calculated based on last year. But that's how it looks going into it. They're pretty even on the money here. Over that 9.5 is minus 105. Under is plus 115. I don't love either of these because 9.5 is a pretty big number. To get to 10 would take a, a little bit. But I think we can find those wins. I don't mind that, I certainly don't feel strong about the under in this case. do you like the uh the under here? I know you're you're pessimistic on the situation. on It's pretty close um minus one o five for the over plus one eleven on or one fifteen on the under um that's nine and a half wins yeah i
0: one of these bets that like you know. There's so many options to bet on things that unless I have to, I wouldn't take this line. But if I have to be on the side, which I do, because the community needs to know. They do. They need I'm, to know. I'm going with the under. I don't like the Dolphins. Uh, Stupid. It's, it's no surprise. I think this is this is a classic team that is really good on passing offense. They're one of the best last season, but also their passing defense is equally as – or on the opposite side of, of being bad. This is a team with an offensive mind who is brilliant, and Mike McDaniel, and he's done an amazing job uh, of making Tua look really good in some spots, and adding in Waddle and Tyreek Hill has just been absolute gas, and they've been just getting guys wide open and killing dudes in the passing game. And so that's been fun to watch, and I, I get it. This is a sexy team. It's an exciting team. It's a fun team. You look up and down the roster, and on paper it looks really good. But I think that this team lacks a little bit of a backbone. I think this team doesn't really have the defensive leadership. I think their defense wasn't very good last last year. I think this is a team that's heavily uh, relying on their, their offense. And when you do that and you have a quarterback that, to me, and Tua isn't really close to elite, I don't really think you're set up for success. I think they take a step back this year. Um, I don't think they're going to the playoffs, and I don't think they win more than nine games. I know. I know that sounds harsh, hate. but that's just that's kind of You're how I feel.
1: Hater, and I have data. The hate is unspeakable at this point. I I disagree with you. I think that they are solid. I love Tua. I love that offense. Their run game sucks. Yes, their defense is bad, but they struggle with some injuries. I think that they get Ramsey now, and I think he helps out with that turnover margin and also helping out in the, the backfield. Cam Smith out of South Carolina, I also like a lot. They're adding some ball hawks back there, man. I, I like I like what they're doing, and I think that it's going to be just enough to kind of tilt the scale. I think that they get to 10 wins, and they're, they're my dark horse for the division. They're my dark horse for the division. I like them. Um, of course, if you do like them enough, conference championship odds plus 1,300. That is pretty sizable increase from what we saw with the uh, Bills and a few hundred up from the Jets but it's not crazy plus 1300 is is pretty smooth for a preseason off-season bet I don't know that I love that but like we've said with the Jets this is where I think the real value is if you like the Dolphins and you think that the Bills fall apart Maybe the Bengals take a step back. Not the Chiefs year. If you feel like that's what we're doing, who's stopping them in the NFC? The NFC just feels so weak to me right now. I, I just I, I really just feel that way. They're plus twenty five hundred for the Super Bowl odds. I'm I'm saying that's worth a sprinkle. Conference it's all right but the odds aren't aren't that crazy. I'd rather get them uh Super Bowl champ odds and then hedge in the AFC Championship game and then maybe hedge again in the Super Bowl, but I think that they win the Super Bowl. I think you can hedge you think that they AFC, win the Super Bowl. If they You're get there. that right now. No, if they get it's there. Super Bowl pick. If they get there, and he's all set, set with a lifestyle that could lead to a heart attack. I think that there's if they're good enough to get to the AFC Championship game, that will decide who wins the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm saying this. I'll go on record for this. AFC Championship game, once again, just like last year, is going to be the real Super Bowl. I don't know when that will change, but as of right now, for these years, present and incoming, the AFC Championship game is the Super Bowl. That's just, that's just how it seems to me. So plus... 2500 I love I love that as a $10 free bet and you could hedge it you know I'm just saying
0: I get it I mean I, I do agree with one of your points I think the AFC is is kind oh, of you agree good. with one point well yeah, thank you yeah like one and a half points the AFC over under one and a half points agree on hmm I think the AFC is kind of down right now because I mean let's face it they have what is, I don't know how it's worked out this way I don't know if like Goodell needs to step in, but how does the AFC get like every single elite quarterback? It's true. Lamar Jackson,
1: Justin Herbert. It's true. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh. Like now, hold on, Justin. Put some respect on this man's name. The NFC, via the Saints, just stole a gem, a gem in Derek Carr. Oh yeah, they they swindled him away. Right, they're they're evening the playing field with Derek Carr.
0: They did. They did for sure. Um, back back to Miami Dolphins, though, if you look at some of the games they played last season against playoff caliber teams or just like good defenses, what I saw was some some cracks in that offense that seemed to be you know just unstoppable against weaker teams the The Steelers game is a game I keep going back to. Because the Steelers lost that game against the Dolphins on prime time, and they dropped five easy interceptions. Never see anything like it. The Dolphins jump out to 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 a, a a lead early in the game, big lead early in the game. Doesn't score at all in the second half. Uh, Pickett throws three interceptions, fumbles the or you know throws away the, the you know the game winning drive, and. The Dolphins against a good Steelers defense, despite winning the game, if you watch the tape, just not good at all. Tua was not good at all. The, the Steelers defense had the read on them the entire game. They just couldn't close out. They couldn't catch the ball from him. But not a good game against the Chargers. 10 for 28, not good at all. The, the 49ers game, if you want to see Tua just looking terrible, the Niners had a read on him just like Steelers did all game, except they closed that out. They destroyed them. And so I, just, I don't have any data of, of Tua playing well against a, a good team, and then they closed out the season, the, the Christmas game, because the Packers completely threw away that game. And so, to me, when I look at some of the, the better teams that he, he plays, or, or played against that aren't the Cleveland Browns or the Bears or the Texans, I just haven't seen this, this offense, which is, like, seemingly elite. They can do great things. I haven't seen them... Do those things like against really good teams? So I can't believe they're gonna win the playoffs. and I can't believe they they can go
1: over nine wins. I just they they I got to nine. I don't I don't believe in this team. They got to nine wins last year, and I think that they take a step up this they year and get over nine wins. Though sure, but I think they take a step up. I think, I think, I think they, they take a step down. At least ten. Oh my god! All right, let's leave it there. We saved the the best, best for last. Best for last. Just like yeah. Okay. So hang on, all right. The Patriots got Mike Gesicki, all right. They also Let's got. Double go check and let him hit the hit the shitty. <laughs> they also got a huge draft class, in the twenty thirteen draft class, with some really good players that I like, um, especially the LSU wide receiver. Last year they finished eight and nine behind Max Jones and Bailey Zappi, who should still be the starting quarterback. But I digress. They have the third hardest strength of schedule in the league. Their over-under total is set at seven and a half, so projected to take a step back, potentially. Over is minus 115, under is minus 105. What do you wanna do here with the Patriots? Um, Their defense is stellar. They were second in the league in takeaways per game, almost two takeaways per game, yards per pass, um they were fourth seven and a half so they were they were getting some big plays i believe um yards per game were were pretty bad i don't know that the yards per pass number is accurate but their opponent's yards per play were were fifth in the league five five yards per play so their defense was really good great turnover generating defense offense horrible garbage Uh, mac jones is in a make or break year for him and uh, everyone that believes in him they lost Jacoby Myers um, and Damien Harris of course to Buffalo but they got uh, the ghost of Juju Smith-Schuster and they got the draft class in Kisaki. do you think that they have enough young guns and uh, talent for Mac Jones to take a step forward and they could hit 8 or 9 wins or do you think that the under here is the play do you think they're going to go way under this because they do have Aaron Rodgers, Tua Tagovailoa, and Josh Allen in their division, and they play some tough teams outside of that. Second hardest schedule.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I, I never, I'm never too concerned about the Patriots in their own division. Like, they'll 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 take a bite out of it. I mean, you know, even if, even if they go two and four, like I don't think they're gonna just get smashed by the division. They might struggle a little bit, but you know, they'll pick up a couple wins at least in that division. I think for, for the Patriots, they really have to just ho- hope that Mac Jones can kind of return to the way he played in his rookie season. I think that his rookie season, he kind of played with the uh, humility, and he was just trying to make the correct play. Just trying to make completions. And it kind of worked out for them when he thought, okay, if he gets a little better from here, maybe the Patriots really have something. And his sophomore season happened, and oof. There was some really rough moments for Mac Jones. It was where, rough. Where we were calling, they and were chanting for Bailey Zappi in the stands. Who's a good quarterback? He like, who like is a, a good quarterback? quarterback? And I, you know, and we kind of agreed on this that we thought maybe Zappi should be the quarterback going forwards because Mac Jones just wasn't t- taking care of the football. He wasn't playing Patriots football, and he kind of got away from what made him successful in his rookie season because he kind of has to rely on his IQ and making the correct play because he's not going to do anything. You know, freakish. He's not going to be able to throw a Patrick Mahomes kind of pass. He's not going to be able to run around. You know, so he's got to be smart. And so he's kind of got to get back to that level. If he can, I think this Pages offense can do enough to complement their defense to win some games. If you look at their schedule, I think they have some favorable matchups. Hmm. They they play uh, against the Eagles week one. That'll be tough. That'll be a good game, but it's going to be tough. But then they played against the, the Cowboys and the Saints and the Raiders. I've got the, four the, losses right there. The, the Commanders, the Colts, uh, the Steelers. They've always had a good matchup. They, they've got games where I think they can kind of control and, and, and maybe squeak some out. I think the 7.5 a is a little too low. Again, another one of those things. Don't love this. Not going to lock it up. But I'd be on the side of the over 7.5. I think 8-9 is realistic. The Patriots do have a certain standard and they haven't since Brady left they haven't been great but they haven't completely crashed I don't think I think Belichick is still uh the greatest coach of all time or one of the greatest coaches of all time hard to argue against that I think that they still have the foundation to to win a good amount of games if Mac Jones can play at a decent level their defense like you said it is
1: what it always is it's going to be good okay let's let me look at their schedule real quick Because based on what you just said, I've got um, quite a few losses here already. Okay. Week one, um, they play the Eagles like you said. Okay. I've got them losing to the Eagles, losing to the Dolphins, losing to the Jets, losing to the Cowboys, Uh, losing to the Saints. I'll give them a win over the Raiders, losing to Buffalo, losing to Miami. I'll give them a win over the Colts, but not the football team. Give me the Commanders on that one. So I've got two wins right now. They uh, don't lose in the bye week, week 11. Giants, another loss. Chargers, another loss. Steelers, loss. Chiefs, loss. Broncos, I will give them a win. Buffalo, loss. And then I've got New York tentatively at the end. Um... I could I could give them uh, another loss. I think this is a three to four win team okay. based on their schedule. That's a hard schedule, and they 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 just don't have it, man. They just don't have it. Their defense is really good, but their offense is not competing. Give me give me an alt line on this one.
0: Yes, all right. So here you go. Give me an alt line. New England Patriots under four and a half wins. Yep, plus three eighty. Woo, that's a rich. scorcher. You figured it out. That's a scorcher. Over, you got
1: under under have four and a half. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. Creating.
1: Give me that's 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 stealing. That's
0: easy pickings. I don't con- don't guys be careful. I don't condone anything that Nick V is saying. Okay. i He's got the he's got the the, the Patriots haterade fl- flowing through his veins for whatever reason.
1: I don't know, man. I I really. I think they get swept by the division. They're outside no, of division no games. Way they're yes, sixth, yes. They're never going 0-6 in division. They're about to. No, they're about to. Now that the Jets are are solid with Rodgers, Bills roll the regular season, Dolphins give it to them twice. I'm I'm out of I'm out of it. But the if you don't want to play it far down like that, which is obviously not advised but i i do like it as a value play The seven and a half minus one oh five the under on the seven and a half i'm gonna have to what, what is that behind you justin is that the uh... is that the fucking chains coming in oh it looks like they're here to lock it up lock up under seven and a half i gotta have it i gotta have it this way could be some juggling around here with the the jets Bills and um, Dolphins In terms of who goes You know uh, 9 and 8 And who goes 10 and 7 You could get some fluctuation there But the Patriots are under The Patriots are everyone's win in this division They're getting two wins off of them easily Well so I hear you Thanks I appreciate it It's good to know that I'm heard Yeah
0: unfortunately, I unfortunately have to do that yeah, it's the worst job. part of this job.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so real quick, we touched on the alt lines. Go ahead. I go don't. Ahead, go I don't want to get into the weeds too much of reading all these off. And but I would say the alt lines they're up on FanDuel. I think there's something that look. You have a at. lock to throw down? No, I, I will lock just just some insight because okay. I think if you're okay. gonna bet win totals, it's, it's I think it's probably smart to look at some of the alt lines. Maybe you lay some more juice to give up a win, or the other direction. But if you like the Patriots and you think that they're gonna get some wins. Uh, the over six and a half at minus one forty-five, it's not too bad. Seven and ten, I think, is pretty realistic. I, I'm saying it over seven and a half, but if you want to lay the one forty-five, if you commit the money to them, you know, get, for one more win, seven and ten it could be the play. So when you're doing the win totals, just look at the alt lines because you might find something you like for a That's little true. more juice.
1: That's true. If you do like the Patriots, doesn't mean you're going to give me the Super Bowl odds after all that. They're plus a thousand to win the division. I've got two words for you. Sportsbook.
0: Donation. That's one word. Donation. Donation,
1: Yes. Totally. They have a better chance, I think, of being a wild card and winning a few playoff series than they do of winning that division. Conference champ odds are plus thirty five hundred. You might as well go with the Dolphins, I think. I don't think that this is worth it. Super Bowl odds are plus 6,000. Yeah, you've got a, a go to coach and Belichick, which is debatable because, you know, he rode Tom Brady for his career, but that's, that's a hot one. Um, you have some defensive talent there for sure. Maybe Mac Jones takes a step forward, but I just, I mean, there's so many teams that I could see beating them in any round of the playoffs let alone an AFC championship or a Super Bowl I I don't see any way you'd you'd be better off taking your money to the playoff to make playoffs if you find this to make playoff odds that's probably the smartest bet here if you believe in them but I I, I'm seeing donations across the board here Matt Jones plus
0: 7,000 for the most passing yards this season why not? If you're already betting Dolphins win the Super Bowl with that free bet, sprinkle no. something on Mac
1: Jones. Ridiculous. Yes, that's what we're going today. Crazy line. Mac Jones. All right. So which division are we breaking down next?
0: Uh, this is the only division we're
1: going to talk about. Well, no. We're next gonna, next we're episode. Gonna,
0: we're going to do another episode. We're wrapping it up. We're mailing in the podcast. No. Uh, next division... I think we go uh, we go east to east. Okay. Next episode, we'll talk about the overlap there. The NFC East. Okay. And uh, we'll break down America's team, uh, the the reigning Super Bowl runner-up, Eagles. Yep. uh, Danny Dimes uh, Giants. Danny Dimes New York Football Giants. Love it. Crowd favorite, and the team. That's about to be sold for over $6 billion, the Washington Football Commanders. Mm. And we'll break it down and give you the best bets like we did today and inform you on what is Dan and is insider not happening. The insider free division. The entire free
1: division and free league. There you go. Beautiful times what in the a great World Football The Shield is recovering. The Healing can begin for the Shield. Um, final thoughts on the AFC East? division winner, uh, I've, I've said it, I'm going Buffalo, but you didn't really say. You don't really like the Bills. You think it's going to implode. So are you rocking with the Jets?
0: Yeah, so by default, I don't... So Really? I do have to take the Jets. I, I, I kind of like the Jets to win this division. Like I said earlier, you know, plus 250, don't mind it if you're going to take the over and the wins already. Don't believe in Buffalo. made that pretty clear. Like the Patriots on the over win total, but... I don't think anybody's really picking to win the division for good reason. And uh, very low on the Dolphins. Very cold on the Dolphins. So the Jets will be my division winner. That's that's what I'm going to go with and stick with. And hopefully this team can can figure it out and Rodgers can stay healthy and, and play some good football.
1: Bills in first. Dolphins in second. Close second. I think they close second. Jets, Patriots. What do you have?
0: Next three spots. You got you got like the fanboy standings, and then I, I got the, the it, real me. football, the standings. real man, the Go real ahead. the real man stand. So, Jets number one, Bills number two. Okay, and then I got. And don't say the Patriots over the Dolphins. You fucking don't say it. I got the. The Patriots and Dolphins oh, are like. I think they're gonna end with this, probably like the same record. And so it it could be the tiebreaker situation. I'll I'll say say it's going to be
1: the the Patriots win the tiebreaker. The hate is unreal. The hate is unreal. All right, guys. So NFC East coming next time. We're going to put that out later on this week to get you guys prepped and ready. And then we're going to tackle the rest of the divisions. We're going across the compass. East, then West, North, and South. Whatever mix we're going to do, it's going to happen one way. Or another. And we're going across the country too. We are.
0: Next week we're recording in Jeddah. So our, our fan base there gets to see us live.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good. I didn't I didn't know about this. Um, <laughs> stupid. Website is now live with articles, links to the podcast, and all the other goalpost gambling resources. Check us out on Twitter, goalpostgambling. No, O, oh, and post, and then goalpostgambling.com on the internet. We will see you guys in the NFC East next time. Justin, final thoughts? Happy belated birthday, Grimace.